Alexander. Shabbat for three. Bingo! Butler will get it for the win. Butler will get it for the win. Butler will get it for the win. He is hard to believe. Here's Jordan. What's going on guys? Welcome to Dime Dropper 24 minute recap number 79 on the season. Before we get started, please make sure to subscribe on all platforms at YouTube at Dime Dropper Podcast, Apple Podcast. Leave a review if you'd like. Follow us on Spotify and of course to subscribe I'm sure, or of course to follow us on all social media platforms at Twitter, Instagram, TikTok and Facebook at Dime Dropper Pod. So for tonight's episode, we're going to leave it short and sweet. Celtics-Warriors, I caught the second half. I caught the overtime session of the Lakers-Jazz game where everybody was sitting out. And I guess I'll briefly go over that real quick. I thought that the, I heard the Lakers were up. Jazz came back, put a scare into them. I thought the Lakers, when I turned on the TV in the last five minutes, were shooting a lot of threes. Eventually, Dennis Schroeder made some plays, though. Got to the rim, hit a mid-range. And put some pressure on the Jazz. Jordan Clarkson looked like he had the game won with a three. Go-ahead three. Dennis Schroeder got to the rim. Tied the game. Of course, no go, bitch. No Mike Conley. No Donovan Mitchell. No LeBron. No AD. And then the Lakers in overtime, I thought they got contributions from a lot of people. Dennis, I thought Kuz was pretty good. He had an open three to start it. KCP had a great game today. 25 points. And then... Drummond, I thought, was awesome as well. And you could hear the crowd today. Much better from the Laker faithful. You could hear them a lot a lot better, a lot clearer. And I thought Drummond was really good on the glass, making his presence felt around the basket, especially when he was on defense, affecting some shots late in that overtime. And I, I liked what I saw from the Laker faithful. Just bringing that noise. You want to see that back at the Staples Center. So a good one for the Lakers. The Jazz with their 15th loss of the season. Now the Suns have as many losses as them, but the Suns currently trail to the San Antonio Spurs by 19, or 17, 66-49, with 10 minutes to go in the third. So hopefully as a Clipper fan, I would like to see the Spurs come up with that one. Anyway, let's move on to the main event, the reason why we're here. The Warriors and the Celtics, two dime dropper teams. The Celtics have been playing very good basketball lately. Steph Curry has been playing very good basketball lately, and it was a lot more of the same tonight. Jalen Brown missed the game with a non-coronavirus-related illness. So the onus was on the rest, and we've seen how poorly the Celtics have played when Jalen Brown has missed out, uh, missed games. But tonight, and it was no different tonight in the first half at least, they started out poorly, and they were down by 16, and they made a push at the end of the half. Steph Curry was absolutely unconscious. I mean, again, nuclear weapon offensively. That left-handed three he hit was something out of an enchanted dimension. I've never seen anything like that before. The guy just impresses me every time we have him on our television screens. And, you know, after the, after this season and after this playoff run, he may have to be back in that top three player in the league conversation. He really might because, you know, Raid, one of our subscribers, says he's the best player in the league. I'm not ready to give him that title over LeBron. But, you know, depending on how Kawhi and Ke- I mean, Kevin Durant has put himself in a position to not even be judged, in my opinion. But Kawhi Leonard, we'll see. Kawhi has some redemption to have. So we'll see about that. But, you know, Anthony Davis, Giannis, Harden, I'm taking Steph over the mall. Anyway, I thought that Jason Tatum was really good tonight. And in the second half of play, I thought that that's where we saw him 
even more. Especially to start the second half, I thought Kemba was really good. Pulling up into threes with confidence, hitting them, you know, extra swings, finding open shots and hitting them. And then even some where the defense was backing off, Kemba stepping into three balls, and his shot just looked a lot better tonight. And then after that, he started getting more attention, coming off screen, two defenders going at him, giving it to Tristan Thompson to make four-on-three reads. Marcus Smart made an open three, but he also missed a ton of open threes, and that's one thing with the Celtics. They just do not know when to quit shooting threes. 15 of 46 tonight, absolutely ridiculous. It almost lost them the game. They just don't know when to quit. Marcus Smart, 3 of 11. Kemba Walker, 4 of 11. The only one that shot a decent percentage was Tatum from 3, 5 of 9. And I thought that he was much better because he wasn't shooting as many threes. He shot 16 twos, and he shot 9 threes. And Tatum, I love the array of offensive moves he was going to. He had a low post against, I think it was Bazemore. Quick turn baseline layup. Beautiful. Mid-range area. I think it was a fadeaway or something. Just a little bit more of a diverse. Um, also, getting to the rim. Face-up game. Just putting his head down, getting to the basket. So Jason Tatum, I thought he was really, really good. And I thought that Kemba was good. And I thought that the Celtics did a good job in that third quarter, narrowing the gap, tying the game. Steph Curry was still unbelievable. Like, you need to honor that guy. You can't, once he's within 30 feet, you cannot give him an inch. You cannot give him an inch. And Draymond Green doing what he does best in those four-on-three situations. But I thought that the Celtics almost blew the game when Steph went to the bench and they weren't really taking advantage of it because they wanted to keep settling for threes. That means Peyton Pritchard. That means Marcus Smart. All early in the shot clock. Just, just not smart basketball. And this is going to be something that could do the Celtics in in the first round. Unless they play a team like Atlanta, as good as Atlanta's been, I think that their goal is just to make the playoffs, and they're going to do that, which is awesome. Uh, but Boston should beat them and handle them if they play them in the first round. But in the second round, when they play teams like Philly, you know they can't get away with just chucking threes all the time. It's what's done them in the last two, three po- two postseasons. 2019, they were just a dysfunctional group. But yeah, I thought that the fourth quarter was better, again, from the Celtics. Steph Curry came in and was starting to scare uh, uh, scare the Celtics fans. By the way, Celtics fans really brought the noise as well. I really enjoyed listening to that. But Peyton Pritchard, 11 points, 4 of 9, 3 of 6 from 3. I thought he was pretty good. Marcus Smart, great effort. There was an offensive rebound he got late within the last five minutes. Offensive rebound that resulted in him hitting an open 3. And so he re- basically was rewarded for his effort on that one. Jason Tatum, though, I thought he was just the star. Staying in attack mode, being aggressive, 44 points for JT, 10 rebounds, including the go-ahead basket. But then what I really enjoyed seeing was Kemba Walker icing the game with a three, a contested three that has dug, you know, these are the type of shots we've talked about have dug the Celtics in holes and lost them games in the past, but sometimes it's bound to go in, right? And Kemba Walker was having that kind of night tonight, hitting the big three, cardiac Kemba, and right before that, Draymond Green you know, fake handoff, turning and missing a layup. It wasn't a wide open layup, a little uh, slightly contested. But again, Draymond Green needs to finish that. Draymond Green, again, let's look at his line. Two of six and five points. What are we talking about with Draymond? Eight plus points? Warriors are a totally different team. We didn't get that tonight. We got two of six Draymond, zero free throw attempts. Not good enough. Curry, 47 points. 15 of 27 from the field, 11 of 19 from three, and six of eight from the foul line. That's weird. For him to miss two free throws out of out of eight free throws is very rare. You could have just given him one. That could have helped at the end. 
But Steph Curry can't be really blamed for the loss tonight, in my opinion. He was ridiculous. 47 points. Draymond Green is the second best player on this team, scoring five points. That can't happen. Their bench is not very good in terms of scoring. Jordan Poole, 12 points. Yeah, he was 4 of 10, though, and he was 1 of 6 from 3. A lot of these shots were good looks that Steph was creating off the ball, getting the attention that he does. Wiggins, I thought that he was the only other solid player, and I honestly think that the Warriors need to start getting him going a little more. I know it's very tempting when Steph's out there to just run plays for him constantly, but having plays where Wiggins is on the ball instead of Draymond sometimes is good because I think he needs to be more... I feel like right now he's too much of a role player and not that second score guy that you need him to be that's consistent. I know he's had a great season, and maybe in the first half he got the ball more, but in the second half I didn't see enough, in my opinion. Only when Curry went out, and I didn't think that that's good enough. But look, we can take a look at his stats right now by month. Uh, in, in January, 18 points a game. February 16th. March, 21 a game. And then now this uh, month he's back to 18. But I guess I guess maybe that's not um, he's not doing any worse at all. So maybe I just need to watch the Warriors more again because I haven't been watching them as heavily. But anyway, it's a tough loss for the Warriors. It's a very tough loss for the Warriors. A great win for the Celtics. They came back from a deficit. They closed it out when it seemed like it wasn't going their way. And I thought that overall Tatum, Kemba Walker, they were pretty good defensively tonight. I thought they were very solid defensively, moving their feet and just trying their best. They even went boxing one with Curry. I'm pretty sure. What's up, Ja'Cory Marshall? Thanks for the money. Lord Curry trying his hardest to be on Kobe mission to get him in the playoffs. I agree. 06 style, 07 style. And I think that he'll probably achieve that. I just think that they need to. he needs to keep playing. They can't have him and, Steph, uh, him and Draymond missing games. It would really help if Wiseman and Oubre were playing because they're just other players that can do things offensively. And, of course, Oubre brings that defensive side of things. But I thought that, you know, you got you to tip your hat off to Boston. Kemba was great tonight. Uh, Jason Tatum was amazing tonight. And they continue to roll. And that's that's what you want to see if you're a Celtics fan fighting for the... If they can still get home court advantage after all the garbage they've gone through this season. One, it shows how pathetic the East is. But two, it would be great if you're a Celtics fan. Anyway, that's it for me tonight, guys. Tomorrow there will be no live. I will be, I will be coming to you live from the Staples Center for the first game with fans. Clippers and Wolves, let's get it. Peace out, y'all.